This is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life. Let's go. Welcome to the Game of Life Mentoring Podcast. I'm your host, Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, and I am pleased to be in studio with two powerful sisters. <laughs> we got one that's in Boston right now. Talk about that in a minute. And we got one right here in studio. We have with us Big Sister, Dr. Nanette Vega, who has over 24 years of service in higher education and currently serves as the Assistant Dean and Assistant Professor of the Office of Diversity, Inclusion, and Community Engagement at the University of Miami Miller School of Medicine. Dr. Vega, Nanette, my sister, good to have you in studio. Thank you. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Absolutely. And all the way from the 305 to Boston, <laughs> little sister Rosalinda Alvazures. Rosie, what's going on, little sis? Hi, thank you for having me today. It is an absolute pleasure. Let's start with you, Rosie. Now, what's the weather like today in Boston? Um, it is very cold. We're at 23 degrees. It was it has been snowing recently since Sunday, but it's pretty. The sun is out. I will say that. It's not cloudy. Like it's a nice day. It's just cold it's, and very windy. <laughs> wow. Is this your first experience with snow? Yes. Yes, it is. So what did you do when you saw your first snow? What did you do? <laughs> I slipped, honestly. <laughs> I jumped into, like, the pavement, and I didn't know we couldn't jump. I mean, I didn't know it had ice on it because it was dark, and we had gone out just so everyone see the snow. And I ended up slipping, but it was nice, um, very cold, but we made snow angels, um, you know, we started a snowball fight, just throwing each other around. Um, the only sad part was that the snow wasn't firm enough to make a snowman. We really wanted to do one, but we haven't been able to. Exposing our littles to the world. And so here on the Game of Life Mentoring <laughs> Podcast, we really focus on relationships. We focus on the individuals, the impact, and most importantly, the intentionality of just really talking about just humanity. And so, Nanette, uh, you have been a part of the School to Work program at the University of Miami since we started it. Yes. Why did you sign up to become a big? Why not, right? Mm. Um, to whom much is given, much is expected. Um, I believe in paying it forward. I am the sum of so many mentors that have poured into me over you know, my lifetime, and it was more of a call to action for me to give back to a community that has embraced me in so many ways. Um, and, you know, it's, it's been a real joy being a part of Little's lives and, and seeing them realize their dreams. And you are a proud first-generation college graduate. Every time I say that, it just, I see yes. the depth of yes. this. What does that mean to you? I wear that with honor. Um, you know, I'm the first in my family not only to graduate from college but from high school as well. Um, and, you know, it's it's we live in the best country, you know, in one generation, I, I changed my family's story. Um, and, you know, again, it was all of the mentors along the way that believed in me and really dared me to dream big. And now I get to be a part of others in daring them to dream bigger. Mm, mm, mm. Little sister Rosie, that's got a nice ring to it as well. <laughs> C class of 2021. 
graduate of William H. Turner Technical High School. Shout out to Turner Tech uh, and all the administrators and those who support and partner with Big Brothers Big Sisters. So, uh, Rosie, uh, talk to us about when you first met your big sister and being a part of this school-to-work program. What was it like at first? Well, um, I would love to start with, like, the reason why I joined Big Brothers Big Sisters. Mm. Um, over the summer, over it was during my sophomore year, going into my junior year, um, I had been a part of a program called, ba- um, not Big Brothers Big Sisters, um, <laughs> Breakthrough Miami, which was my internship for that summer. And they were really big on like mentoring us. They're um, like the people there were so nice. Like I gained so many mentors from there. Um, one of them being Miss Kiera and the other one being Stefan Fatal, who is actually another student that has been mentored through Big Brothers Big Sisters. He's a part of like the 5,000 role models. Like he's very involved. I believe he's still involved with Big Brothers Big Sisters if I'm not um, mistaken. So they were really, really big on like telling us, oh, apply, apply, apply. Like as soon as you get into high school, like start asking questions, like apply, like it's a once in a lifetime type of opportunity. And I was like, okay, I want to mentor, like I want to know. And they even spoke about scholarships and everything. So I was like, well, let's give it a try. Um, I remember when um, we started high school, I started bothering like my counselor and like all the other people and I was like, okay, so what do I do to sign up for Big Brothers Big Sisters? What do I do? And I even called them myself. And I was like, okay, what paperwork do you need for me to be able to join? <laughs> and um, I did my paperwork, um, the interview that we have to do and everything. And I remember that I was matched to the medical campus and I was a little bit confused because I was like, wait, but I'm in the business field. I'm in finance. But um, Miss Sarah, she was like, oh no, like, don't worry about it. You're gonna be fine. So I remember we were like on the bus going over there and we got like a folder. And they had like Dr. Vega's information and everything. And I was just going through it. And when I first saw her, like, you know, we were in a big room in U Miami and like all the mentors came in and I'm like, who is it? Who is it? <laughs> because we hadn't introduced each other. So I really wanted to know who it was. And when I saw her, I was like, oh my God, it's her. Um, I love that we initially bonded from the fact that we both love planning and like seeing a Latina woman um, achieved so much in her life truly inspired me. So I would say love at first sight. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you for that full context. And I love how you, you did a couple things there. One, I'm just overjoyed with just your energy, your positivity, uh, and the context. There's so many great organizations uh, that we partner with. And from a little standpoint, from a child standpoint, a young person standpoint, get all you can get. Your persistence, what do I need to do? Get me the paperwork. I will call you. Because sometimes we as adults need you all to push us to be better. So thank you for your persistence and love at first sight. Now, Nanette, do you recall that first meeting as well? I do. I do. I I remember um, all students walking in, and I, too, was on the other side wondering who Rosalinda would be. And, um, you know, we immediately connected over everything from, you know, our love of the city of Miami to um, similar cultures. Uh, we're both identify as Latinx um, and sharing a little bit about our story being first gen and, and such. And she told me a little bit about what her aspirations and goals were. And 
her energy was just infectious. Her drive was just, again, palatable. It was just something that um, took me back to Nanette 20 plus years ago. I saw myself in her. And so I, I was really excited about the, the pairing. With that in mind, and I've mentioned Boston, but I want you, Rosie, to tell everybody We've talked about Boston, the temperature, you falling in the snow. But why are you in Boston, little sis? Because I am attending Holt International Business School, which um, was my dream school. And I am here on a big scholarship also, which I'm very proud. That is also congratulations. And so as an institution, did Big Brothers Big Sisters invest in you and for your post-secondary success as well? Yes, yes, you guys did. That is awesome. That is absolutely awesome. So congratulations on being a scholarship recipient. What are you studying? Um, so it's an all-business school. Currently, I'm not exactly sure about my major, but we are taking different principles classes just so they can, like, basically dip our toes and just see what exactly is our calling. But I know for a fact I would love for my minor to be in psychology. I love that. And just so you know, uh, if it's funny, I love business, uh, eat, sleep, and breathe business. My bachelor's degree is in corporate finance from the University of Toledo, another place that's a little cold, in Toledo, Ohio. And I had no idea what I wanted to major in. But what's great about being exposed to the different uh, aspects of business, then you can decide what really speaks to you and what speaks to your heart. Uh, something that you both have mentioned, uh, just Latinx, culture, diversity. Now, Nanette, you on a daily basis as part of your job, but beyond your job, who you are. Mm -hmm. Nine out of ten kids we serve at Big Brothers Big Sisters are black or brown. We do not shy away from talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And there's so many uh, ways to slice and dice that, you know, justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. We're a social justice organization at our core. So it is such a blessing and an honor to have you and, and Rosie with us today to talk about that. But let's dig a little deeper. Why is it so important? Because Rosie saw you and she saw herself. You saw her and you saw yourself. Mm -hmm. The beauty of Latin culture. Talk to us a little more about that. Yes, great question. You know, first and foremost, congratulations to you and all the work of Big Brother, Big Sister in advancing diversity, equity, and inclusion in the city of Miami and beyond the impact is you know, felt across the world, really, with all of these future leaders that are being developed. Um, as far as, you know, you know, why it's important, again, you know, in seeing myself and her seeing herself in me, representation matters, right? Um, oftentimes, we are, you know, one of very few in a classroom, in a boardroom, um, and there's value in being seen, right? There's value in being... Um, you know, validated in a way, right, of, of seeing yourself in um, in a leadership role. And I, that's why I think, you know, programs like Big Brother, Big Sister are important because we get to shape the next generation of leaders that will come right behind us. And hopefully the goal is to increase the numbers of black and brown students that will really transform our city. And that's the exciting part of Big Brother, Big Sister. Um, and Again, I, I, 
it's almost like a call to action for mm. you know others to get involved in this initiative because we do know in, in research shows it does have an impact on academic readiness it does have an impact on um you know the ability for our littles to earn more in the future and really transform their story right and change their story with with higher education so you know this organization is in line with my core values um, you know, I early on in my career really just followed my passion and it eventually turned into a paycheck and shout out to the University of Miami who has really supported me um, and has provided numerous opportunities for me to advance the work um, throughout the university and the city of Miami with Leadership Miami and other organizations that we collaborate. Um, but it's, it's everyone's responsibility, right? Uh, to advance diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I'm proud to serve an organization that lives up to its values. I love that. I love that. And uh, Rosie, as you think about when you said you saw her, I'm going to throw that same question into you. When you saw your big sister and your Latin sister uh, to be able to connect, to bond, Let's, how does that make you feel? You, you said love at first sight, so that says it all. But let's just revisit that again and how that has helped you along the way with even challenges you faced from transitioning from high school to college. Um, it was very inspirational, I would say. Like um, Dr. Vega said, like being Latina, that's something. Well, when I was growing up, you know, like I would um, Spanish was my first language, so I always had an accent speaking in English. And sometimes, like, if I speak too fast, um, you can hear it. <laughs> and it's just part of me. But, like, as, you know, being younger and, like, when society wasn't really accepting that, I really tried to, like, um, I really tried to, like, make my speech better, like, correct it and everything. But when I met Dr. Vega, I learned that that was a part of me and that was something I had to learn how to embrace. I shouldn't hide who I was, but I should, like, embrace it. I should own it. Like, I should show this is me. This is who I am. These are my roots. I am proud of being who I am. And, like, strive for better. So, like, a lot of younger, like, a lot of other younger girls can see that and they can take that as a well if she did it i would love to do it too and if she could do it i can do it too and that's a lot what i feel like with dr vega like um the transition from high school to college like moving away from my parents like my whole family was so hard on me like it took a big toll on me and i reached out to her i was like listen i'm struggling i don't know what i'm doing like i'm crying 24 7 like what is this And she gave me, like, advice, and she was like, I understand, like, I've been in your shoes. Like, she gave me genuine advice. It wasn't just like, oh, you know, like, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. No, like, it was genuine. And she did a follow-up and everything. And that's something I appreciate. And seeing how far she's gotten and knowing, like, her struggles and everything, we kind of have a similar story. I know that I can make it in life. Little sister, I tell you what, I I think we may just drop the mic right there. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and a few things. I was talking to a little sister whose big sister is a police chief, and she refers to her as my chief, and she wants to go into law enforcement. So the fact that she can say, my chief, it's personal. And so when I hear you talk about your big sister and you refer to her as Dr. Vega, you were reminded of her educational accomplishments. Every time you say Vega, you're reminded yeah. of who you are. You know, as a, as a Latina. And so and when you said, I know I can make it. So guess what? Success 
I mean, it's just it's just oozing out of your skin. It's in your smile. It's in your mannerism. You are the reason we exist, little sister. You're going to have me crying in the studio this, this afternoon <laughs> because this is why we come to work, to pair, to make matches, and your personal challenges because let me just for all the all the brothers and sisters out there we're in studio today with dr nanette vega with little sister rosie who's in uh, ice cold boston right now talking about the power of diversity the blessings of diversity and so from a cultural standpoint i think there's a whole lot of latinas uh, out there that recognize the fact that when you wanted to leave home to go to boston to go to college that was not an easy conversation was it no, no, not at all. Um, I'm an only child, like only, only child. Like there's no other children. And when I first like started telling my parents, they're like, no. I first learned about the school around um 2020, I believe. But if you ask Dr. Vega, at first I wanted to stay in Miami. You know, like I was born and raised in Miami. I saw my future in Miami. I didn't think of anything besides Miami. But when I saw Holt and I heard about Holt and one of my friends, um, she was so nice. Like I would always text her. She um, she answered one of my calls one day and we were like literally on the phone for like two hours. And like just everything that I found out about the school, I fell more and more in love with it. So having that conversation with my parents at first, I knew they were going to say no, but I still applied. <laughs> I went behind their backs and I applied. Um, and little by little, them seeing how like far I had gotten, how passionate I was about the school. I even asked like Dr. Vega for advice, like when talking to my parents, how I could say it. Um, just little by little, they got convinced. And here I am. They support me. I'm very happy. My mom even flew out here with me um, when I first moved in. My dad still hasn't had the chance, um, but we are planning a trip soon. I love it. Uncomfortable conversations. When we talk about diversity equity and inclusion it's 2022 Mm -hmm. we've come a long way but there's still so So much much. so much to do talk to a system you know so much opportunity i i call it you know some can say we have so much work to do and yes there are real challenges a lot of this is systemic but I see it as opportunities to really reimagine education, reimagine, you know, organizations, really consider integrated approaches, right? Making sure that everyone understands the business case of why DEI and B belonging is so important, um, you know, to organizations, particularly big brother, big sister, right? We talked about the, the importance of belonging, seeing yourself represented, um, feeling valued, being able to add value. Um, but it goes beyond just the written word. It's really an action. So the goal is to create opportunities to engage in meaningful dialogue, to create new levels of understanding and awareness and action, right? And I think that's what the last two plus years has really been about. And I've had some amazing conversations with colleagues, friends and family alike that I would have never had had this time in our history as painful as it's been had not had had not happened and so again lots of work to be done Um, i live for the day where you know roles like you know assistant dean for de diversity inclusion and community engagement do you know no longer exist Um, but again until we address the issues that are systemic 
and are working exactly as they were intended to, um, we still have a long way to go. And so, you know, I continuously celebrate these small wins, um, and I consider them small wins, but it's with every small win that we, you know, create this momentum and really cultivate this environment where um, everyone can be a part of that change we want to create. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well stated, well stated. And Rosie, before we let you go, and remember, before you go outside, put on a coat and maybe a hat and some gloves. But what advice? Let's say you are in front of all the little sisters or all the uh, this youth, your classmates, uh, for, and kids who are coming behind you. What advice do you want to give them? You are on campus in Boston. You know, you're talking about Holt International Business School, and you're on your way, and you're not alone. But there's kids who feel alone. You know this. There's kids who feel they don't belong. You know this. Talk to them and give them whatever advice you deem necessary. Um, well, the first thing that pops in my mind is use your struggles as your motivation. I feel like, well, backstory. Um, when I was my freshman year of high school, um, we found out my dad had cancer. And, you know, like, that took such a big toll on me, like, especially being, like, a daddy's girl like I love my mom and everything but like I am a daddy's girl there's no other way to put it <laughs> and finding out about that like it took such a like big toll on me like my education was suffering like my relationships with like my friends and everything and it wasn't until I got to the point where I was like no I'm tired of this I need to like start focusing more I need to use that as my drive to succeed and want to strive for the better and like set an example for other people that I actually started noticing a change. And um, it was really like, like mentally, you have to really uh, um, make a change mentally. And for that to happen, like it takes time. It's not something that's gonna happen overnight. And that's where I struggled a lot personally. Um, like I would want for changes to be like, one day I wake up and then everything's perfect. No, it does not work like that. Like in order to get to to the mental stage where you're ready to like strive and like look at the positive side and like be all chirpy and everything you have to struggle right and you have to know that that journey is going to be long and you're going to have your ups and downs but as long as you're persistent as you're motivated and you have like such amazing mentors with you like people that actually care about you that love you and like support you you're going to make it and I would say to take every single opportunity that is given to you. High school, my senior year, I was driving myself crazy with how involved I was with school, but I don't have it no other way. Like I really feel that being so involved and taking every opportunity that I had possible, like so many different internships, that's something I'm proud of. And that is something that has definitely shaped me into the person I am today. Well, you were on your way, Losis. Mm -hmm. We are so proud of you. <laughs> So proud of you, and just keep shining. Keep letting just your light shine because you are an inspiration. And when you get back here to Miami, we'll put you on stage in one of our events. There's no doubt, and you're going, and you can you can bring a close friend with you, as in Dr. Vega, uh, along the way, and you all tell your story because this is powerful. We're so thankful for you spending some time with us today. Thankful for what you are doing and what you've already accomplished because the road is great. And so, Dr. Vega and Nanette, sister, this is how we affect change. Yes. Anybody can write a check, and we certainly appreciate uh, and, and we certainly appreciate all those who invest 
in the social justice space, the DEI space. Yes, we'll accept those checks. We'll accept those checks. You said it better than I did. (laughs) I used too many words. We'll accept those checks. Yes. But but individually, Mm -hmm. what people can do. So I wanted, what do you say to future bigs, to the littles, to anyone here in our beautiful city in in South Florida Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. making a, being a part of the solution? Yes, being a part of the solution. You know, first, I I just want to say publicly how proud I am of Rosie, Um, you know, to see her come into her own um, in a city unknown, navigating uh, a space that is unfamiliar without the capital. Um, And I I couldn't be more proud, you know, just hearing her um, share her story again gets me choked up because she has come she has grown so much in the last two years. So I'm, I'm so proud of her. And for those that are listening who are thinking about getting involved with Big Brother, Big Sister, what are you waiting for? You know, um, be a part of that change you want to see. It's our responsibility. And I would say that there are so many young black and brown students across Miami-Dade County that are in need of mentorship that are in need of mentorship. And, you know, yes, we'll accept the checks, but time is a commodity that you can't get more of. You know, and yes, life is full, we have competing interests and all of those things, but nothing gives me more joy than being able to be a part of a little's life and, and, and helping them navigate this complex world that may not be so kind every single day and reminding them of their magic, right? Reminding them of their magic. And, you know, when I see Rosie on those hard days, I have a photo of us on my desk. It's pure joy and hope. Those are the two words that I would use to describe her. She gives me hope every single day because I know that she will be a part of that transformation that we're all working to realize. And so maybe we never lose hope. And for those of you that are considering, call Big Brothers and sign up and make a difference. You know, if you really want to be an ally, it requires action. So call, sign up, and get paired up with, with a mentor, a, a mentee, um, and, and be a part of their lives. And you just never know where that journey might take you. Well, sister, thank you for your service to higher ed over two decades of service. Thank you. And thank you for your service as a big sister because it takes our littles to a higher level. Investing in diversity, being a part of the solution. Uh, Rosie, keep doing your thing because together you all are powerful. What's better than becoming a big? Well, making sure you stay connected and you see the results, the fruit of your labor. And when one person mentors, two lives, two lives are changed. Oh, yeah. Hope and joy. That's a good combination, just like Nanette and Rosie are a great combination. So for those who are interested in becoming a big, www.bbbsmiami.org. That's bbbsmiami.org. Get involved. Be a part of the solution because we got a lot of things we can fix that need to be fixed, but why not just start with you? Everybody can do something because in the game of life, everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Little sister, Rosie, take care. Nanette, appreciate you, sis. Thank you. We appreciate you. Keep doing the good work. Let's go. 
Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life.